I just I wash my hands so like um, neurotically now often that like my my hands are always dry. Poor hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lotion made a big comeback this year. Honestly, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people have had my same issue. <laughs> Lotion, Lotion made slaps. A- okay. <laughs> Welcome to the 50th annual Media Hellscape Extravaganza, an award show committed to recognizing excellence in cultural haps and mishaps. I'm your host and self-care delinquent, Hannah Mraz, and this is your awards committee. I'm Sophia, illustrator, comic artist, and the Yoko Ono of the Cork Destroyers. And I'm Lisa Emery, professional tweeter and Tumblr veteran. In every episode, we honor humanity's cultural icons for their outstanding achievements in constructing the hellscape of images we navigate today. Um, And without further ado, let's get into the first category of the evening, which is simply first place. Um, Who wants to go? One of us goes first this time, Lisa. I'll go first. Um, This is going to come out a week after, but happy Mother's Day. Um, yeah, this is, this one is inspired by Mother's Day. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this, but the beautiful, the fantastic, the talented Willow Smith, um, for Mother's Day to Jada did a cover of Jada's old band song, which is very sweet. I, I don't know. Does anyone know the title of the song? It eludes me now. But it's very, it was giving like very evanescence, very cool rocker chick vibes. And everyone was very into it. Um, Very sweet. She did an awesome job. And then she basically, I guess, is coming out with more rock music, which is super exciting. And Avril Lavigne is going to be on said rock album, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which again, she's an icon. So lovely. She's a legend. Um, but it was a really, really sweet clip that was um, circulating the internet, um, and Jada was like, you know, ecstatic, and it was really sweet. She was like singing along with it. They like hugged at the end. But Willow did such a great job. It was really awesome to see. Um, it's a it's a whole new era. You I'm, know, I'm, I'm looking it up because I wanted to see if I could find the title of the song, but I can't because every headline is just that Willow Smith reunites with Jada Pinkett Smith's band, which is cool. I mean, the band is called Wicked Wisdom. Yes. So for everyone, anyone who wants to like look them up and check them out, but um, it was really sweet. It was a really great. Yeah, that's right. It's like the original band, I guess not covered, but like played the song, but with Willow as the singer instead of Jada, and then like surprised her, and it was awesome. And she was riffing, and it was sick. And yeah, it was it was really sweet. Somebody, a friend, uh, Tori just tweeted like, "This feels like the end of like an indie flick." the scene scene set up like where like (laughs) they made up and she's playing her song a mother daughter Mm -hmm. story Mm -hmm. yeah it's freaky friday (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah no it it very much felt like disney ending or like indie flick movie um but it was really really awesome if you haven't seen it already and i don't have you not seen no i haven't absolutely this is so sweet it's very very cool sophia I'm assuming you saw it. I feel like I saw you like retweet it. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. Her whole new era is so cool. And yeah, she's it's my favorite thing. Yeah. She's giving us punk rock. Punk <laughs> she's rock. bringing punk back. Rock on. It's like, um, remember how Doja Cat covered that Evanescence song and everyone's freaking out? It's that, but it's it's better. No, no, no. <laughs> she She did say so for some award show but she did it in like a pop punk way yeah 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 it was like it was so oh, yeah. cool. it, was like, it was evanescence it was very good that's yeah. right it was yeah. very cool but this is even better no shade to no doja <laughs> yeah <laughs> no one could have construed that as shade um should i go 
Yeah, yeah go absolutely. For it. Take it away. Okay. I feel like I've I feel like I've like stepped in front of my public speaking class or something. <laughs> I'm like, this is my report on uh, a game from 2005, and it's called Chibi Robo, and it's my favorite little game. Chibi Robo is so fun on this <laughs> planet. I'm replaying it for the third time in my little life. Did you find like an emulator for it? No, I have a GameCube in this oh, do room. Do you really? Look at her. <gasps> Oh my god! I just play the GameCube I've had since I was nine. She's vintage. <laughs> I play vintage Chibi Robo. Um, Very retro. If you've never played it, it's been Nintendo's fault for never remaking it into a thousand better games. But you you essentially play this little like house helping robot, like tiny house helping robot. So the whole world of the game is a big house. And you're just like discovering stuff about this family that you can only discover because you're all in all the like the nooks and crannies of their house, cleaning and finding things and doing chores, basically. I love a good chores game, I'm realizing. It's very sweet for all the animal crossers out there. Um, if you can get your hands on a GameCube or an emulator, you can probably you can probably very easily find it. If if on, Animal like, Crossing had a story even at yeah, all, that's kind of what this game feels like. When I was in like the fifth grade, I had a best friend who had a GameCube. I personally was never so blessed to own one, but I had a best friend who'd let me come over and we played Chibi Robo together. And it felt like a fever dream for a very long time until a handful of people, Hannah included, was like, no, that was a real game. That was a real game and it was <laughs> so good. It's my favorite on the yeah. planet. And it and it is an actual travesty. Like for all the re all the not remakes, but all of the like subsequent games that all of Nintendo's other properties get Chibi Robo, like Chibi Robo deserved to be in Super Smash Brothers, deserved a bunch of DS games, yeah, deserved they, a bunch of Wii games. They came out with one follow-up <sighs> game that was, I, I think, either on like the DS or on um, the Switch, I think. And yeah. it was, it just ended up being like a platformer, platformer. Which is For all the nothing. non-losers, nothing at all. is just like kind of like Mario, where like you just jump around, but there's not like a It just turned out kind of like Mario. Story. Yeah. Which Nintendo, you know, they're like, stick to what you know. <laughs> what if we did Mario but again? I agree. Very cute. All I ever remember is like you, yeah, you like jump over dishes and you vacuum stuff. And you and vacuum it's like stuff and you clean the cute. floor with a toothbrush, which is your mop, I mm -hmm. guess. Nintendo has made many mistakes. <laughs> never you know, remaking Chibi Robo I'm, is one and of them. It's one of them. I'm never surprised when Nintendo... Um, fucks us over <laughs> every time i'm like yeah that's like that's your shtick girl you anyway, love this is just this is the start of my campaign to get chibi robo into super smash brothers and that's my entry for first place this week sophia take we us away know. i already know what's coming <laughs> i can't wait i only know tidbits of this i can't wait for this okay okay do you hear this do you hear this microphone i have notes i have notes <laughs> for this drama because it rocked my world last week. <laughs> um, okay, so we're back to Drag Race. Um, this <laughs> past season, there was a contestant named Tamisha Shit. Iman. All roads lead back to Drag Race. Yes, always. Um, and Tamisha Iman is a legendary drag queen from Atlanta. She's a little bit older. She's, you know, a little bit wiser, but she also um, loves fighting people. And she likes to start some beef, which we love. Um, so uh, let's take it back even further. <laughs> I'm like, how much should I set up? Because there's so much. Okay. So there's a podcast named Sibling Rivalry. Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen host this podcast. You should listen to it. It's great. I am one of their uh, Patreon members. Anyways. On their podcast, you know, they like riff a little bit. They make some jokes, but they're always like pretty nice. Um, when they were covering this season of Drag Race, they were talking about Tamisha Iman. They really loved her. They wanted everyone to support her and like buy her merch. And they would say this over many episodes. Like they just really wanted to support her because they admire they admired her and saw her as a legend. In one episode... Monet happened to say that she didn't like Demisha's outfit. Okay. This was months ago. 
the show the season just ended tamisha um, tamisha iman goes on instagram live at 5 a.m on whatever like a wednesday and she says <laughs> the way i'm going to read your ass on tuesday does not say specifically who it is, but we all know it's Monet because all of this drama has started because of this one comment. So Tamisha Yvonne has now scheduled a reading <laughs> of a fellow <laughs> drag queen from this show. Everyone is freaking the fuck out. Tuesday rolls around. Nothing's happening. Everyone's like waiting patiently on Twitter, waiting on Instagram. Literally, so many people on my timeline changed like their profile pictures and stuff because it it got so nasty people were like yeah you know what monet exchange actually is like this and this is oh wait actually tamisha iman is this and this and there was so much drama okay tamisha finally posts a video on tuesday at night we open the video it looks like an iMovie video like it starts with like you know like the um the curtains, the red curtains, that like graphic. <laughs> and it says Tamishi Iman show or whatever. And like the text is swirling. Okay, it opens up and there's like a bad green screen and she's like sitting there in boy drag. And she talks about how, you know, she's received a lot of hate from fans. You know, it keeps going, blah, blah, blah. Does not mention Monet once in her video. She calls her fans gremlins. <laughs> gremlins she basically is like if you want to see me take on Monet Exchange you have to subscribe to the Tamisha Iman network which is her paid subscription service that is $25 a month $25 a month but if you want an exclusive you just want to get that video of her talking to Monet, that will be $16. Wow. For for a shitty Zoom video. I love. Okay, so I've I've followed I up this. until this point. I've like watched on Twitter this unfold. And like what's crazy has been Bob the drag queen. Like Tanisha was like, I still like Bob. I just don't like Monet. Which is <laughs> and crazy which is crazy <laughs> it's fucking crazy I, I like i love them both but monet is like categorically nicer <laughs> yeah that's like why it was so strange i was like you if you're gonna drag monet you're you have to then include bob that's insane like what is happening here it feels very personal it does it feels very very personal it feels like there's something else i don't know but I also love all of the other drag queens deciding that this was their moment to mm -hmm. speak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there were kind the of like, oh yeah, there were two camps. Oh, there was gosh. the Vixen who was making some very like shady sub tweets like, you know what? Some black drag queens just don't support their their community. And it's like, are you kidding me i won't even go into that on this podcast because i could talk forever there's a lot there there's a lot there vixen is a lot okay so there's that camp and then in the other camp there's joey J. I, yes i have yep. to laugh joey J. elliot with two t's again have to laugh um rose like all these people making like these kind of Can weird comments about candy muse got into it too didn't well yeah she candy supported <laughs> Monet and Bob on that one because Candy had beef with Tamisha on the show. Okay, okay. So trying to keep yeah. track of this was insane. I like because <laughs> Sophia hit me up about it and was just like, "Oh my gosh, do you want do you want my Patreon login? Sorry, yes. Patreon, if you're listening, people do that. <laughs> like, can, <laughs> do you want to listen to it? Do you want to know what's going on? And I was like, okay. I went in there. I tried to listen to a little bit of sibling rivalry, and then I was like, I can probably just watch something on YouTube to figure out like you know someone probably put together a thing yeah and then i went on to twitter and was doing the whole like you know reply chain follow of it where i'm like okay this person replied to this person i loved that kimchi did you see that she just posted like wow can't believe we waited for like that reveal yeah yeah because it was like okay you didn't even drag her you didn't even mention her name she i mean she decided to profit off the moment which like can you blame her like 
sure yeah. this is where i'm like what, hell yeah what a flop though it truly was like a flop like i'm like flop 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 so boring if you, you want to see this beef please purchase my 20 dollars dvd Absolutely set yes literally it was so funny because Out like on blu-ray now i was like sitting in my car when she was um when she was like posting this video because it was like a live thing on twitter and i kept like looking at the comments and my favorite comment from that very sad flop video <laughs> was not a Tamisha Iman web show. Come on, iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bring it back. Oh, bring no. it back. Yeah, I mean, I'm I didn't even try to compete with Sophia's this week because I too think that it's the most chaotic thing <laughs> to ever happen in the world. Like this was some good good old fashioned drag queen drama yes. that we haven't had in a minute and you love to see it <laughs> and it's like I was telling you Sophia that like the weirdest thing about this when this kind of stuff happens to me is I'm like aren't drag queens like supposed to be mean like yeah. for the most part traditionally like they are kind of mean like I have gone to drag like there are also very nice drag queens and not that's not to like blanket statement all of them I've also met very nice ones but like I've been heckled by a drag queen at a show and I'm not like, oh, you mean person. I'm like, no, here's a dollar. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Drag me. Read me. I'm like this, like, you know, straight passing person coming to your drag show. Like, I expect you to be fucking mean to me. (laughs) Like, that's their shtick half the time. So I don't know why she's like, you don't like my shoes. It's like, well, (laughs) of all the things that could have been said. Yeah, Yeah. fine. Yeah. Also, yeah, like you said, they're all they're also very nice. Monet is always sweet. Like she's Bob is way meaner. He's the instigator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone like trying to paint Monet as some kind of like fake person is come on, you gotta step away from the screen. <laughs> yeah. Tainted. And, and critiquing each other's outfits like it's a tale as well as time. You're supposed You're to. You're supposed yes. to. That's, exactly. That's the art. Yeah, that's part of the art. It's like you do it in every art form. Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> it's so chaotic. It's Anyways. crazy. You win, Sophia. We yeah, don't even whatever. need to like. <laughs> Thank you. I was so if excited to talk has, about like, this. <laughs> if anyone has three hours to burn, just like <laughs> find the original beef and then just start scrolling. It's yeah. really quite a uh, time. All right, let's move on to our first category of the evening, which was brought to us by Sophia. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Um, Perpetual winner of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an agent of chaos. Um, so my category is most dark-sided SNL host and musical guest combo. So these are our like dream host guest <laughs> host musical guest you combination mean, like nightmare like yes. dream our absolute yeah. nightmare ghost ghost <laughs> host guest yes because on uh this past saturday elon musk hosted snl with musical guest miley cyrus and it was, I was gonna very say, bad could you possibly be talking about a certain set people that were recently on snl yes i did y'all watch any of that or i actually did i've seen the clip oh you did i did because i like did you straight up watch it yeah i did not with commercials thank god so brave i'll like skip through it but (laughs) i've seen the clips of elon mr musk on the internet of everyone like making fun of him which they should have because it seemed like it was a real train wreck of a um it was. Yeah. yeah. It really I, I was. can't bring myself to spend time on it at all. Also, I like that you wrote down Elon Musk slash Grimes cameo when it fully was not Grimes, who was the musical. She wasn't, was but there she a Grimes was there. cameo? Mm-hmm. Oh, was she? I haven't seen it. Yes. <gasps> no. They had they had a sketch that was like it was Mario themed and Elon played <laughs> Wario. And oh, then no. Grimes had a cameo as Princess Peach. No, not Princess Peach. I am, <laughs> I'm so sorry to break this news to you. Oh, I had no idea. I thought that you meant to write Miley because I was like, oh, my God. No actual cameo. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, there's no way Grimes isn't a part of this somehow. His wife? There's no way. It's mm-hmm. too It's too much. Yeah. God. It's all too much. Yeah, I can't like... I can't spend any time on it. Like it's, so, <laughs> it's so just like, 
I don't need to see Elon Musk do anything. <laughs> That's how I feel yeah. about him. Yeah. I, I don't. So I'm glad there are, and, and this is the case most of the time, I'm glad that I have you and Lisa to absorb things for me sometimes even i didn't <laughs> dip my toe into this one i was like i'll watch from twitter and that's it because like woo. um but sophia is brave and i think you watch like pretty much every snl pretty much yeah i don't really you, know do you why love secondhand embarrassment like is that fun for you uh, yeah i mean actually okay this is like kind of unrelated <laughs> and you can cut it out if you want because it's like so left field i was thinking about this the other day like I think there was a point when I was a tween where I had to choose between being really into anime or being really into reality TV. And I I chose the darkest path. There's there's two options in life. There's an alternate universe out there where you were an absolute anime darling. Yeah, truly. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You did choose the darkest timeline. (laughs) I did. Because yeah, literally I mean, look, all I watch all, is reality now. We all, we all ended up here anyway somehow, didn't we? <laughs> this is the darkest timeline for us all. Uh. So who's who's your um who's your yeah, pick? Kick it off. So my nominee is Megan McCain with musical guest <laughs> Fifth Harmony in parentheses <laughs> reunion. Your ability to imagine this. Because I spent like a good five minutes staring into the ether, like <laughs> who can I pick out? Yeah, it's yeah. Also, um, and uh, and I knowing full well that it would not compete <laughs> in oh, any way with this. I'm flattered. I don't know. I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but both of your nominees are pretty fucking chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much. But, yeah, I just I. I really was like making myself laugh thinking about Megan McCain <laughs> trying to be funny. <laughs> I was trying to think of like the worst, coldest white woman I could think of. And it was between her and Tommy Lauren. And I was like, I, Tommy Lauren is like just woo woo wacky enough where it could possibly unintentionally be funny. But Megan McCain, no. Cold, cold mm-hmm. and flat. <laughs> and then Fifth Harmony is like, crazy so having them uh have like a reunion tour would be (sighs) just one reunion show you ain't gonna gonna work that's it that's my nominee (laughs) (laughs) i chose okay well let me give you the reasoning behind my decision first and it's that i was trying to pick i was like who's someone who doesn't necessarily deserve but definitely doesn't want to be here. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who Who's someone that we have absolutely plucked out of the masses and put on a pedestal simply f- for <laughs> no reason? <laughs> so I have chosen Elena from Billy on the Street <laughs> as my SNL. Cool. Okay, and is that we the love. woman who like he argues with in that one segment? It's the short. It's the short. She's woman a recurring with brown curly hair. Yeah, she oh, comes okay. back I, a couple think... times. Yeah, she she's been on the show many times because everyone uh, loves her so much. I see. I see. She's very short and uh, older and blunt. Um, yes. Okay, I know who we're talking about. But it's about not then. necessarily so. Okay, like. I have this image. I, I realize the way I imagine Elena is very different from how she actually is on the show. She's not like, even though she's really blunt and kind of just says whatever comes to her mind, she's not like the most like presentational person because again, she's just a rando from yes. the streets of New York. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, she, I, I can't imagine her. Basically, I cannot imagine her delivering a monologue <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but but she's been plucked out by comedy god Billy Eichner to like entertain us to sort of like dance for us on camera, and I'm just like this poor woman. <laughs> now people like stop her when they see her in New York and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like uh, and 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 for that reason, I think she'd be the worst best thing to happen to SNL. The amount of help she would need to be ushered through a show like that. 
<laughs> I I guess I'm just imagining I guess I'm just imagining a future in which we elevate her to the very top. <laughs> yeah. She's very yeah. like she reminds me of like Fran Leibowitz, but like softer and a little bit more lost. Yeah. hundred like, percent. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Cause I was actually this is what happened is I was gonna choose Fran Leibowitz. But then I was like, no, she's a perfect like orator. She would be good. Like, yeah. <laughs> she would be really good. <laughs> it's not who's who's her but worse. <laughs> That's really funny because I was just watching her like part of the interview with Ziwe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it on Twitter and I was like, oh God. Ziwe <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> is ruthless. She oh, is. Absolutely. Um, and then for my musical guests, I was like Ali and AJ, so they can finally perform the <laughs> explicit version of potential breakup song, the one where they say "fuck." It's dirty. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, and that energy <laughs> next to Elena from Billy <laughs> on the Street, just like. And here's your favorite two thousands pop rock band, Ali and AJ. <laughs> what was their like famous song? I'm like out of the potential loop. breakup song. That was pretty oh, much it. It took too long. It took too long. It took too long for you to come back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's loud. There we go. Okay. I see. <laughs> and they they did a version of it where they replaced all the not bad words with the bad words that Didn't they're they supposed have to be. Another famous song in like a more Disney radio Disney era. I mean, they were on some Disney albums for sure, but I don't. Weren't they? I don't know. I don't know these two white women. I don't know them very much, except for a potential breakup song. And then it was like a big thing on TikTok when yeah, they I remember that. Replaced oh, the words. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that would be my dream nightmare show. That's good. And honestly, not an impossible thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> none of the none of what I said is impossible yeah <laughs> that's the scariest thing about snl is that anyone apparently <laughs> they'll bring on anyone who'd you bring on um, speaking of okay this took me a very long time honestly <laughs> this is like the longest i've really thought about nominees in a while <laughs> at first because of today's latest news i was going to say ben affleck and j-lo because mm-hmm. i just because mm-hmm. <laughs> i just Wanted to talk about them. Benefer. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. Benefer is back, as are the cicadas. Yes. <laughs> I guess. Have you guys seen that going around that, like, the beetles are, like, yeah, bugs are here and so is Benefer. Um, so I was going to do that, but that wasn't chaotic enough. And so then I was thinking um, rich people that are evil, mm-hmm. since that seems to be the newest trend. Um, and so I was like, who is why? <laughs> and rich and evil um so hi how are you i picked jeffree star (laughs) (laughs) the most the most Um, rich and evil just so oh god down and dirty yeah um i mean i think a youtuber anytime a youtuber is taken away from youtube half the time they are terrible in front of like a mic yeah yeah i i think it would be nightmarish because it would be a lot of a lot of uh tongue popping like hey girl like trying very hard to be very funny and it would not land it'd be very awkward and also jeffree star is one of the cold you were like i was trying to think of a cold a white woman earlier person. and i was like snake and person jeffree truly. star <laughs> like so unlikable but somehow so famous at the same time mm-hmm. uh yeah jeffree star is a nightmare to be seen anywhere besides like your computer screen <laughs> if i <laughs> Which, by the way, Jeffree Star used to hang out at the Huntington Beach Pinkberry, and I did have Ooh. to see him once, and I was terrified. That sounds orange. That's County. like seeing Voldemort or something. Also, what a sentence! <laughs> Huntington Beach Pinkberry, Jeffree Star. It was a time. It really there dates was it. A time. It does. Um, so that would be my guest host monologue, and then. <laughs> These two live in my head rent-free. They live in my head rent-free. Oh, Lisa. <laughs> it would be Camila Cabello, but not alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. She would not go alone. She would perform with her live-in boyfriend, Sean <laughs> Mendez, who I think we brought up on this show, like, almost every, every other episode. episode. <laughs> 
brought him up because I was like, he gives us so much nothing. He can't get he can't keep getting away with giving us so much nothing. But we managed to bring him up every other everything. He and Camila are the strangest couple ever. I just their energy together is so uncomfortable. I (laughs) want but I would I would love nothing more. Next to Jeffree Star is such a like that's media hellscape for sure. It's really gnarly. <laughs> if, if I had to hear a Jeffree Star like um, present them, uh, yeah, I, I would. Ladies s- and gentlemen, Camille Cabello and, and Sean Mendes. Just yeah. the slowest, like aims a wand at them. You know <laughs> that would- like Sean would have a guitar. There'd be like floating candles. Camila in like a Cinderella e dress because she has to promote. That she's gonna be in the new Cinderella. <laughs> it would be, yeah. I'd want them to do Senorita, but like the acoustic version, mm. and they just stare at each other, at each other, in each mm-hmm. other's eyes. It would be a nightmare. And Jeffrey Star at the end would do that thing where they like clap. <laughs> <laughs> I Ew. yeah. Anyways, well, these are all bad. Just <laughs> they are looking this over. This is a good category. Good job, everyone. Strong these competition. Terrible. <laughs> um, it's all. It is very, very dark sided. I. Oh man. I will I mean, say. I'm kind of. I kind of take mine out of the running. Is kind of where I feel like mine is sitting. Okay. Because it's well, it's too good. <laughs> it's too good and pure for it, this. It lives. <laughs> it's um yeah, because Ali and AJ. It's just like not both the people I chose are would be wild to put together. Not very good at this job, but generally pretty nice. The all of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, this was fun. We're putting you back on the shelf now. If like the example is Elon Musk and Miss. Kitty Cat, Katy Perry, then it would have to be one of ours. Miss Miley. Miley, what's oh. good? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Katy Perry. Oh, my God. Oh. They're going to come for you. The stands will come for you. brought up Miley earlier. <laughs> the stands will call you old. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, my God. I it's, forgot. It's been not very long, and still we forget. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight Sophia on this. I think mine's more chaotic. <gasps> okay, I'll give it to you. I, I be- I'll give it, and I and I want to give it to you also, Lisa, because Fifth Harmony is would have to reunite for this, and it, and <laughs> yeah. it might not land. <laughs> How chaotic that is might not land. But <laughs> oh, they would but, not reunite. Not with Normani. It's true. Mm-hmm. But but Camila Cabello and and Sean Mendez are happening currently. It it's very easily could happen like soon. Yes. yes. It's more possible. I don't think Jeffrey Star will ever be on SNL. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope. Oh my god. I will say as I was like writing out my thing, I kept thinking about this comedian on Twitter who posted a video that was like <laughs> it was just like him pretending to be the host of SNL and he was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> Baba Yaga and then like turn yes. <laughs> I remember that video and it kept Baba making Yaga. me laugh <laughs> ladies and gentlemen once again Baba Yaga <laughs> <laughs> once again that's so dumb oh my god well congrats well, yeah congratulations is there anyone you want to thank Lisa um, yeah I would like to thank Camila. Oh. <laughs> With a question mark. Camila. Camila. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Camila. All right, moving on to our next category, which I am not hiding the fact that I'm scrolling very well. Is mine? Yes. It's yours? Yes, it's yes. <laughs> it's mine. Um I brought Okay, like let's be real, y'all. I'm having like the most like i've i've output so much this week that like everything else that i do including recording this podcast right now has to be about like coming back into my brain a little bit so if i seem more mellow than normal that's kind of what's happening is i'm like conserving energy once again 
Um, We're also recording later in the day than we normally do. Yes, this is after a work day. Um, The crew is sleepy. Is sleepy. So speaking of sleepy, uh, the category I wanted to bring to this week is, uh, wait, did I say most unexpected? Mm -hmm. Yes. Most unexpected sleep media. Because I know that sometimes the calming nature sounds are are not working for for old Hannah anymore. It's like this is too boring <laughs> to sleep <laughs> to somehow. Um I I just end up listening to it. I have no idea what to- what sort of broken my brain is for that to be happening. So, I'll go ahead and go into my nominee, which is uh the other night I fell straight up fell asleep deliberately. I was like, "You know what I could fall asleep to right now is the Muppets movie." Yes. With my guy, Jason Siegel. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just like, I've got everything that I need, (laughs) right? And I'm just here like, this is what I wanted to fall asleep to instead of the ocean. I love the Muppet movie, but I get what you mean. It is like a soothing film. Yeah. It, It feels really good, actually. Like it in concept, it feels like it shouldn't be because you're like the Muppets. That's a kooky, wild, crazy time. But it's like, it's just Jason Siegel being nice to a Muppet in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who ends up being, um, oh my God, the actor's name eludes me, Sheldon Cooper. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sheldon Cooper. Big Bang Theory. Ba- oh, um, like, Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. There I was go. like, who the fuck is Sheldon <laughs> <laughs> wow i remember that that wig reveal where at the very end it's him i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's who it is okay um, i just i just wanted to take this opportunity to find out what wild and wacky things y'all might be falling asleep to because I, I know we all have tvs in front of our beds or whatever and we're just like play on whatever into the night because being alone with my thoughts no, thank yeah. you. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. So I personally, uh, I'm very bad at sleeping. I stay up pretty much every night until like 2 or 3 a.m. Any night owls out there know what I mean. <laughs> um, I'm not a big sleeper, which is too bad. So I've explored every like corner of the internet <laughs> to try to find what will um, tickle that part of my brain to get me to sleep. And I've done the like sleepy time tea. I've taken um, melatonin. I've like done yoga and meditation. It just does not get me there Mm -hmm. (laughs) personally. Um, (laughs) Things I have fallen asleep to though that I am embarrassed that I have (laughs) are, I don't know if anyone knows ASMR. Mm. Ever heard of um, it? The people, oh, the people know ASMR. It? A little scratch on the scratch on the on the mic. Um, <laughs> I so I, I got into ASMR for a while, and I also got into mukbangs, which is like Korean eating shows. Mm-hmm. Like traditionally, it's like Korean, and then like now it's become like a whole thing on YouTube. And like it just you know watching people eat giant corn dogs and stuff wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> I was like, let's get fucking weird. Um, I found a couple people who eat like like alive squids. Yeah, have you guys seen that? Yeah, I've also seen these mostly because people use them as like reaction. Oh yeah, yeah, they're very much alive. I I was gonna say because I've seen the ones where when you pour soy sauce over them, so there's that, and that's where that's where you start. (laughs) Yeah, find that one, (laughs) and then some people eat alive things. Which here's the thing: I don't totally condone it. I think it's cruel to eat things when they're still alive. That being said, <laughs> what, a, what a statement we have to make on this here show. <laughs> no, there was discourse. That's why on YouTube, oh, yeah. there was there was YouTube discourse. I'm of sure people there being was. like, "This is animal cruelty," and I was like, "It's a shrimp," <clears throat> but for show, <laughs> um, it's a shrimp, tiny brain. But I have unfortunately fallen asleep to one of them and then woken up terrified. Because it's honestly like not a very soothing sound. <laughs> so you wake up to like. 
<laughs> and I like turned to my laptop and it's like <gasps> like cold sweat. I'm like, what am I watching? What am I watching? At that point, you've gone like so deep down the rabbit hole that they're like eating like yeah, like whole squid, and you're like, oh no, oh, no, 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 nobody. I hope nobody knows I'm doing this. It feels wrong. Um, That's yeah, pretty good. So that is where I have been. Now I don't do that anymore. I. I'm curious, like, you just put them on and let them roll and just, like, hope your brain and just stops. Hope. Yeah, so, yeah, so I used <laughs> to just watch, like, normal ASMR where they're, like, cutting soap and, like, clinking a glass mm-hmm. or whatever, but my brain, like, like you said, you almost, like, get too used to it and yeah. it becomes, like, boring, and so I was like, give me the weird shit. Too bored shit. to sleep, yeah. Um, the other one that's, like, really strange, but I think a lot of people enjoy is, like, dogs eating crunchy stuff. Mm. anyone any takers okay i'll buy <laughs> that's a new it's like, genre it's for like me. dogs eating like like whole chickens oh my god i sound like such a freak i'm so normal i'm so normal guys like and then they eat like the bones it's like it like yeah. crunches super loud and it's like weirdly relaxing for some reason and so i've also woken up to one of those before oh, i've been no. like fuck like this is so weird you're you're yeah, your entry's a weird brand of like okay to fall asleep to, not okay. good to wake up yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> terrible to wake up to. Um, but yeah, usually I'll find like a playlist someone's made because there's other freaks out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, like other people do this. There's a freak for everyone. And of us. my laptop will be like burning hot because <laughs> it's just <laughs> been on for six hours, and I'll, I'll be like enough, <laughs> close it, and try to go back to sleep. Oh my god. There's like, how about you, Sophia? There's, well, there's two that I like want to point out. One is this woman who is like trying to eat a live squid or octopus or something. And it's like, it's on the table and it's like slapping its tentacles around. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, ah! Ah! and then like trying to stab it. Oh my God. It was, again, animal cruelty, but like so. So funny. Um, and then the other. <laughs> so funny. I think also, by the way, I think I know who you're talking about because there's one woman who like got famous doing the like live yeah. eatings and then got like people came down on her really hard, really fast. <laughs> like, please like, stop. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Um, and it's then just, the, the other one that's ah. like that. Sorry. The other one that's like that is this guy. It's not a live animal, but this guy was like, I think he was trying to make like, this huge fondue cheese? yes yep, it's the and cheese it, video and it oh came yeah up, oh yeah oh yeah the, the machine and came apart what? and the cheese is like again spinning around violently and it's like hitting him in the face and it's falling it's he, so wait, what falls funny. apart so he he was trying to use a fa- fondue fountain everyone yes. if you will uh, imagine with me <laughs> a fondue fountain and he wasn't able to melt the cheese down like liquid enough. So it ends up being like thick and it starts to tear apart the fondue fountain itself and starts like to like become in a circle. And the cheese is like solid, but like, you know, gooey when cheese is not yet fully liquided and starts to spin and like hit him. And he's like trying to shield himself from said broken fondue fountain. And it's become it's become like a, a bit of a meme, if you will. But yeah. I that's a good it's one. so I, funny <laughs> it's really really fun the world of asmr and mukbang is honestly like really crazy and really funny and the amount of i could i could do a whole thing about like drama in the asmr community which is an insane insane thing to exist because well, they I- whisper <laughs> <laughs> but they fight they whisper fight i will i just think like those are the communities where things happen just to happen it's mm, true. Mm-hmm, we just yeah. make things kind of happen. Because it's very niche. <laughs> and so when somebody steps on somebody else's toe, it's kind of like, there's no one else to now turn to. you die. <laughs> <laughs> Anything weird you're falling asleep to, Sophia? Um, so my nominee is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which <laughs> I saw in theaters. And I think I must have been like 14. And I saw it with my friend. <sighs> I don't know how I fell asleep to it. Because it's the loudest movie ever made. <laughs> like Transformers movies are like... You essentially slept like, in like a... I was going to say, you were in kind of a sound bath of crunching metal. It I'm. It does kind of make sense because it's constantly sound. It's the loudest sound constantly. So it's like, okay, I guess so. I guess so. 
I also nothing is like, surprising. Yeah, I was like bored out of my mind because those movies are really bad. I have been to multiple Marvel films with Sophia where they have fallen. Asleep. <laughs> I like, yeah, every like every single superhero movie, action movie. I don't know I why I'm just I think I've seen bored. two huge blockbuster <laughs> Marvel films with you where you fell asleep within the first like 20 minutes. Yeah. You didn't even let the characters get introduced. You were like, and that's it. One of them for sure was, um, oh my God, what's the one with like, oh no, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum is in it. A Marvel movie with Jeff Goldblum in it? Jurassic Park? You were- no, I don't think... <laughs> Marvel movie. I know. I'm like um, trying to think of another action movie. Um, I don't know. It was oh, like one of the oh, Thor. <laughs> it was uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. Age of Wow, I can't believe you remember. Considering you were asleep for like 50 <laughs> minutes of it, like you were asleep for the good majority. Yeah, we went to go see that. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was lovely, Sophia. I had to like like shove awake at the end. I was like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. Yeah, that's my nominee. So you fell asleep in a sound bath of of fighting ro- robot wheels and cogs and metal <laughs> wheels and <Yes>. cogs <laughs> gears and gizmos. Is that like at the point where was Shia LaBeouf still doing them? Um, what in Revenge 20- of the Fallen? Let me look it up really 14. quick. Fourteen. I, I don't know how Transformers ended up like going because I know that like Megan Fox got booted unfortunately and then i i like i feel like the like cast didn't stay the same which like no no no, they didn't which is insane yeah it was mark Wahlberg (laughs) after a while oh no yeah shia labeouf was in this one okay yeah what a bad michael bay films (laughs) really a a very dark-sided cast for that one (laughs) (laughs) okay i spent all yesterday trying to remember this place I went to, it was Panavision. It was literally, I went to Panavision once, um, which is the facility where they test cameras for every movie you've ever seen, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, when one of the Transformers movies was in pre-production, so one of the rooms was reserved for Mr. Michael Bay. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. And, our, um, and our tour guide, who I don't remember and wouldn't want to name anyway, was like, that guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would not be surprised. Yeah. That, <laughs> he that seems reads. crazy. <laughs> um, I just, I hold that just a little gem that I get to have. For, it's just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yours is the weirdest one, Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I, eating live animals. I like almost, <laughs> I really wish I wasn't winning this one. This is one where I like very <laughs> ashamed will take. You've absolutely <laughs> knocked this one out of the park. Damn it. <laughs> Mine was nothing. It was just nice. (laughs) I'd like to thank the squids and say (laughs) their sacrifice, and also say sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to. Oh, brother! Um, All right, let's move on to our next category, um, which is brought to us by you, Lisa. Speaking of winning everything, and um. So mine is, because we have to talk about it, and I know that at this point, when this comes out, this will have been at least a month old topic, (laughs) but we got to talk about it since we talked about predictions. We have to talk about the aftermath, which was the Academy Awards 2021, which was insane. The Oscars this year was nuts. So I'm leaving it open-ended. It can be best, worst, or just simply most chaotic Oscar moment because it was a lot there was some very high highs <laughs> extremely high highs and some very very low fucking lows like yeah. i am here to absorb information um, i want to know your thoughts absolutely in fact feelings. like i figured like hannah i don't know if you if you watched it not to spoil yours but we can just kind of we'll just we can just talk about it if anything oh just tell me okay just tell so, help help a hannah out <laughs> i would like to start with just the setting of the oscars this year which like i know these people are trying the producers are trying their best like it's you know we are in the times of covid it's hard um but they had it at union station in la mm-hmm. and a like not to you know, call them out, but they did force many unhoused people out of their where they were staying for mm-hmm. this, which is evil to start. Um, 
but also in a more chaotic aspect, it was very much reading like Model UN, like high school <laughs> Model UN, the way they had it set up. It was like really gnarly. Mm-hmm. It was like so like high school DC trip. Like it was really rough to watch. And the music that they kept playing, I don't know if anyone else caught this. I was just talking to a friend of the podcast, Nick Ball, about this. You know when, um, I think her name is Mia Neal, like she won for hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like a historical moment. Very cool. She went from all rainies, black bottom. But they started playing this like rave, like shitty warehouse rave music. Where it's just like hair, makeup, <laughs> hair, makeup. And she was like walking up the steps. And I was like, they used to, to not do that. To accept her Oscar. <laughs> yeah, this like historical moment. She was the first black woman to like ever win um, in like hair and makeup. But this like song was so distracting. And they kept doing weird shit like that all night long. Mm-hmm. And again, I was like, this is giving me like ASB put this together last minute. <laughs> the school has no money. Like they are taking budget cuts seriously. And the kids are just trying their best but it was it was a really really rough (laughs) watch as far as the setting goes um Hmm. so i would like i would like to kick that off as as mine yeah um i think that sophia's is maybe the funniest because (laughs) you predicted it (laughs) yeah so last episode i i um said the worst possible win for best screenplay best original screenplay was going to be promising young woman and it came true. And <laughs> yeah, Dude, there's not I much I can home- really say about it. Just like, woo, okay. I was home watching it happen. <laughs> and like when they also, again, like I-, I would say my nomination is like the setup in itself, just the way they had it laid out. Like screenplay was like first, wasn't it? Yeah, they announced that one first. Which is it always? I don't think it always is. Um... No, they usually start with something like that or like, yeah, I feel like it usually starts a screenplay. Is it? I don't Either really way, like I was, it was very jarring <laughs> the way that it was set up. But like the fact that it opened up with that, I like screamed. I was watching it was <laughs> like, us I in particular. cannot yeah. believe that Sophia knew and might have even manifested this. <laughs> like I was like, how absolutely terrifying. And like, oh my God, <laughs> it was so funny. It's like, God damn it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Sophia. <laughs> I mean, congrats to Emerald Fennel. It just was like she's lovely, and her I, speech was very cute. Yeah, and I talked about this last time how the movie just structurally does not work, and it's the ending is like very strange. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say about it. If you want my like full opinion, you can listen to the past episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. we've gone over this the many fact times that now. It happened yeah. is like so funny though i like i didn't really think it was going to to be honest like i was like that won't happen but it did a symbol of things to come (laughs) hey my nominee is myself for not watching anything (laughs) or reading anything or like i i was uh here at the apartment alone and i was like there's no way for me to watch this without paying money mm-hmm. somewhere oh my god i think i just realized i didn't cancel my subscription <laughs> see oh, there's well. no way for me to watch this without paying money and i was like my mom texted me a picture of all the snacks that she had made because she always makes like an array of snacks for awards nights Aww. um very sweet and she was like i was like oh i'm not watching tonight and she was like you're missing nothing and they like <laughs> turned it off halfway through and just like watch sports or something it was <laughs> and really- i was like man I'm not in this. This not this time. Yeah. Like, again, very high highs. Like obviously, Chloe Zhao winning was incredible. It was yeah. like a historic moment again. Um, like it was really amazing and probably like the best thing that happened besides, um, Bong Joon Ho being there to um announce like the nominees and also present Chloe Zhao. Yeah, um, with, that was so cool. Well, I mean, he did it like virtually, but that was like, I mean, that was a highlight for me. That was amazing. I love that. Also, um, the grandmother from Minari won for best supporting actress, which was incredible. Also, again, like a bit like there was a lot of historic moments yeah. and it was cool. 
I mean, it was it was set up for so many historic moments. Yeah, it was which, really interesting to talk about predictions. It just seemed mm, not interesting to watch the show, which then leads me to the greatest stinker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can we talk about Sophia? Are you? Oh, are you? Oh, like, absolutely. Um, so after all these like incredible things happen, and I was like feeling kind of hopeful for the night. I was like, you know what? Does the setting suck? Yes. <laughs> Does the music suck? Absolutely. Is it set up so fucking weird? <laughs> yes. Um, but the other thing that was very strange is that they had it. Like I said, the setup is like usually best director and best film is like towards the very, very end. Right. And because it's kind of like the big mm-hmm. award of the night is like yeah. literal best feature. <clears throat> like you're like, what is it? Yeah. Which you find out it's Nomadland, which is great. Um, but they end on best actress and actor, which I think is like really weird. And they also did it after their memorial video that was like sped up like oh, no. yeah. super quick which was like rude and weird um i had no idea they ended on best actors so well weird. the reason is because they thought that chadwick boseman was going to win mm-hmm, which yeah. which so would have been leads- like this big thing at the end like yay we're celebrating his life by giving him this award posthumously mm-hmm. I hate where this is going. Oh, you didn't know this? Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> Hannah, are you on Twitter? <laughs> no. Come on, the discourse is hot. I mean, this is already two weeks old, but okay, okay, but okay. Well, let's let's let, let you know. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm aghast. So, at this moment. oh my god, who even won Best Actress? And then, I'm terrible. Oh, oh, actress was uh, Frances McDormand. Yes, which again, like, fell in line with the nomad land of it all because, mm-hmm. like, Chloe Zhao had gotten Best Director, Best feeling like best actor it's like okay this all yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. okay so we're at like best actor which i think the nominees are steven yun and then riz ahmed and then um chadwick boseman and then like two white dudes mm-hmm. so we're all <laughs> sitting here after this like little weird like tiktok like memorial video that they made <laughs> where it's just like flashing <laughs> and it ends with chadwick boseman so you're like <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. And not only that. Oh my God. Joaquin Phoenix gets on stage. Absolutely not. <laughs> For what reason? Because he mean, won we know last year. He won last year. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. So if you win last year, you get to give away the big man trophy. And he gets <laughs> up there and he gives like the least. <laughs> Like, yes, Queen, give us nothing speech ever. Like, he's just like, what is an actor? I don't know. And it's like, (laughs) fuck you, dude. Still, literally still the Joker. Like, has carried on his role as the Joker. Gotten on stage. And then, um, Sophia, if if you would like to tell the class who won. Oh, so the winner of Best Actor was Anthony Hopkins. Oh, my God. For his role in The Father, where he played an old man with dementia. Hannibal Lecter himself. Okay. And he was not there. He was not there. No one collected his award. Yeah. So imagine. Can you imagine the setup? Like, he gets, like... Everyone's like, it's Chadwick Boseman. And then it's... Yeah. And I was was saying this, like, okay, let's say it's not Chadwick Boseman because they're, like, you know, it's very sad that he's passed, but they feel like somebody else deserves it. And so, like, maybe we can swallow that reality. Mm -hmm. But for them to then not give it to Riz Ahmed. Yeah. And then to not give it to Steven Yeun. Yeah. (laughs) Just going all the way down. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so And then it just ends, dude. Oh, the ending. They cut the stream right there. Well, because they're just, like, like, Walking Phoenix is, like, and the Academy accepts the award on Anthony's behalf. Okay, good night. Oh, and that was it. No, because there's no last. There's no last speech because he's not there. Wow, he did not attend and he won. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that? <laughs> isn't that insane? Like I, I know that everybody has the same take, so whatever. But it's it was. Oh my god, to witness it feels, live. It, yeah, it feels like the Oscars itself wins this category. <laughs> Yeah, this this podcast episode, I'm gonna have to say that like we, I relinquish the category wins. I, yeah, I relinquish my wins and say that the Oscars win most chaotic, like hellscapey media ever because watching that live was insane. I also I never get to go to like obviously it's COVID anyways, but like I've always wanted to go to an Oscars party. Yeah, because they look fun, but I work every Oscars and yeah. having to sit alone. 
<laughs> and watch that moment and like <laughs> tweeting. I was like, oh god, oh no, There's no one to yell with about this. I was like, this is a nightmare. This is a fucking nightmare. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, y'all had to watch that. Yeah, I, I had, a, had a good night that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was. Uh, I mean, it was it was an experience, and it was fun to get on the internet as it always is after to talk our shit. Oh yeah, you know? that's the best part, really. And you retweet the girls, and you're like, yeah. It was bad, y'all. It was bad. Um, but Chloe's out was amazing. I thought that her speech was really cool. Um, again, I, I like feel really bad. Like I keep I feel like I am saying this woman's name wrong and she deserves better. Uh oh yeah, Mia Neal and then Jamika Wilson. They won for hair and makeup, and it was like a historical moment. Also very cool to see. Yeah. So yeah. they're high highs. Low lows. Low, low lows. Well, I feel like promising young women winning for best screenplay is the funniest win for our podcast. For our <laughs> podcast, yeah. No, if we're going to give it to one of us, it should go to Sophia. I think it goes to Sophia. Thank you. Hooray. Yay. Who do you want to thank? <laughs> um, I'll thank Carrie Mulligan's giant gown. <laughs> oh, wait. You know what the other thing was insane? Can we talk about... Okay. So, you know how they, for some reason, were only showing... You know how normally when they show a nominee, they'll like show a clip from the movie mm-hmm. to oh. be like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sophia knows. A, they only did it sometimes for some reason, which was like so strange. Yeah. Like they weren't doing it for each one, which is like, I don't know. Again, there was no... Like, yeah, it so did not mesh. Nothing meshed. But for promising young woman's like little clip that they showed, it's that clip which I haven't even seen the movie, but I just know that this is like not the clip they should have chosen. It's like Carrie Mulligan spitting into Bo Burnham's coffee, yeah, yeah. and then like giving it back to him, and he drinks and, it, and, and that's the clip that they decided to use to like inc- it, like to summarize the film. <laughs> To be oh like, my god! They're like you yeah. know, promising young woman, where this happens. <laughs> I've so I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that the nominees choose their clips. Oh my gosh! I don't know if that's okay. true. If so, then that means that there's like this little performance aspect of like they chose that for my clip. I can't believe it that they usually have, you know. Mm. Yeah, but anyways, it'd be funny if she did choose it. It would be funny if she did not. <laughs> Either way, it was like, it was such a weird, yeah, it was very weird that that was the scene that was picked by whoever, and also that for it was so inconsistent, and that some people were getting their clips played, and some people were not. Yeah. I look forward to the Oscars someday. Oh, <laughs> someday, whenever they happen. Whenever they really do happen. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our our final category of the night, which is just the big one. This is where we choose a winner among winners uh, from the night. Just as a recap, our winners today have been um, the Tamisha Amman and Monet Exchange drama, Jeffree Star. Commu- <laughs> I'm actually like, really afraid that he's going to find Star out and yell at me. hosting <laughs> SNL with musical guests Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes. It was so hard to say. <laughs> watching, watch, watching a woman eat a live squid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and promising young woman winning for best screenplay after all. Yes. Um. I mean, I still want to vote for the Oscars, <laughs> like as a whole. I mean, I think it's a it's a wonderful button on because we have talked about the Oscars for three episodes in a row now. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful button on the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they, promising young woman. And won. not a lot of people know this because why would they? But we uh, we started the podcast talking about the Oscars. So it's true. Yeah. Full circle. Our our first test was just talking about Oscars. Oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, wow, back cursed. Wow. Before, first cursed. Before times. The, the before, before times. times. Um, what do you guys think the likelihood of Jeffree Star fighting about me calling him evil and yelling think- at me? Depends is. on who our listeners are. I don't think Jeffree Star <laughs> is going <laughs> to challenge you to a boxing match or whatever it is YouTubers oh, do. God. Literally, if anything, <laughs> him. Don't, uh, if anything, Tamisha Iman will come for me. <laughs> <laughs> out, out of all these <laughs> options, <laughs> um, 
So uh, do we want the Oscars in general to win or do we want Promising Young Woman to win? <laughs> <laughs> I like the I Oscars mean, winning. I, I think they the take the cake. I think the yeah, Oscars as a category mm-hmm. wins this episode. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. All right. Hooray. Congratulations to the Oscars whenever they may happen. Congratulations to the Academy. (laughs) Bravo on this shit show. (laughs) Um, And uh, that's our show. So let's move on to plugging whatever it is we do as as artists and content creators, tastemakers, influencers. We are sparkly, shiny beings. So what it is? What is it that we do? Uh, do we want to start with Sophia? Sure. Um, I came out with my new zine called Women Directors and Trans Filmmakers Volume 2. Yay. It's <laughs> Yay. finally out and it sold out pretty quickly, which is really great. But I have some more copies that are available for pre-order and you can get those from my store. Um, if you just Google Sophia's Arters, it will come up. And <laughs> let's see what else. I did the logo for another podcast called The Unofficial Expert. And you should absolutely Ooh, listen to them. Cool. They're so funny. And I was just scream laughing at their newest episode earlier today. Oh, I have a comic for um, LA Times Plants which is a very strange sentence, but they have a plant Instagram (laughs) where they like share comics and illustrations and other things. So you can follow them and uh, read my comic there. Cute. Very cool. Uh, Lisa, where can we not find you? Here we go. Every week we do this and I'm like, oh God, I gotta get sandwiched (laughs) in by these two people doing things. Um, I'm not doing anything (laughs) As, as always. Uh, but you cannot find me on Instagram. But if you do find me, because I have a private account that I only let my besties follow, if you can find me and you follow me, I will send you $5 through Venmo. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> There's a bounty on Lisa's head. That's right. Um, What in the world am I doing? I just say follow me on all the things where I'm followable. That's... Uh, Maraz Hannah on Instagram, Maraz Hannah on TikTok, Maraz Hannah on Twitter, I think. Unless it's the right way around on Twitter. I'm not sure. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. Maraz Hannah. It's Maraz Hannah. Thank you. That was quick. Yeah. Very fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Hannah Maraz on YouTube, for sure. The right way around. Um, I make videos. I make music. I have a lot of exciting things lined up for the end of the summer. Yes. None of which are announced yet and won't be by the time this is up. So, You'll know when you know. Just follow me there. All right. I think we did it. Everyone go to bed to your horrifying (laughs) bedtime videos. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Media Hellscape Extravaganza, a podcast by Sophia Zarders, Hannah Mraz, and Lisa Emery. Our theme music was recorded by Genevieve Kikivix, Evan Shade, and me. If you have feedback, Media Hellscape nominees, category ideas, or just want to say hi, email us at mediahellscapepod at gmail.com or follow us at mediahellscapepod on Instagram. We'll see you next time.